Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Spa Strong Podcast. I'm Royal. I'm Melissa. And we have an awesome guest with us today. We do have an awesome guest with us today. But of course, if you are enjoying the Spa Strong Podcast and you're gaining so much from this, then please subscribe and leave us a review. Again, we appreciate all of the wonderful reviews that y'all have been leaving for us. And our review of the week is by A. Reese 09. And it says, Melissa and Royal are amazing and always have nothing but positivity to spread both here and on their Instagram account, not to mention the wide range of guest speakers they have that are always wonderful and informative. Thank you so much. Pretty sure this is Ashley. Thank you so much, Ashley Reese, for leaving this great review. And um, to all of y'all who have left us wonderful reviews, we really appreciate it. It helps us to be able to reach more estheticians so that we can spread the word of empowering estheticians through boundaries, balance, health, and safety. And Ashley, I have to absolutely agree with you. We do have wonderful guests. And today will be the same. We're going to have a wonderful guest with us. We're so excited to be able to speak with Madeline Biscocho, or Maddie for short. Maddie is a licensed esthetician based in Sugarland, Texas, and the owner of Beyond Beauty Aesthetics. Now, Maddie grew her clientele in a brand new city where she didn't know anybody at all by utilizing brand ambassadors in the area. Maddie, thank you so much hey. for being with us. Hey guys, so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Oh, sure. Now, I want to say Maddie reached out to us. And shared a little bit of her story with us and asked if she could be a guest on the podcast. And we felt like what she had to offer is going to be yeah. perfect for our listeners. And so as we say, if you feel like you have something that you want to bring and share with the rest of the Spa Strong podcast, Badass SD Gang, then please reach out to us like Maddie did. So Maddie, thank you for that. I'm so happy to share anything, any knowledge that I have. I am so happy to share it with all of the aesthetics community. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Well, for sure. Of course. Yeah. So tell us real quick a little bit about you and how you got into aesthetics. Uh, so actually, I have a medical background because I'm, being Filipino, it's kind of in, it's written in the stars for me to be a nurse and, you know, the path is kind of paved by my sister, my mom, everyone. So I was already in the track of taking care of people. Um, but before I graduated nursing school, something just kind of felt like I needed to go in a different direction. So I went into aesthetics and um, I've been in it for 10 years now. And I'm so happy to be thriving in, in the industry. But yeah, I basically had to tell my mom, you know, nursing is great, but I think this is the path for me. So having to break that cultural boundary to really, you know, grow my passion and yep. how do you ever <laughs> <laughs> Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, his path was pretty set for him too. And his mom, I'm sure just like mine, was like, What are you doing with your life? <laughs> I remember telling my mom, I want to be a makeup artist. I was in the seventh grade and she was like, oh, you have no ambition whatsoever. Oh, no. So I just kind of shut that down, put it in the trunk of my car and never thought about it until now. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my gosh. So I am super impressed that you were able to bring it back out and be like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. Good for you. Forget the path that was paved for me by others. I'm following my own dream and my own passion. That's fantastic. Thank you. 
So you have been in the industry for 10 years. Um, what were you doing before moving to Houston and opening Beyond Beauty Aesthetics? So um, I was a skilled nursing um, manager before I went into aesthetics. Um, I took care of Alzheimer's patients, gave them meds and all of that. And then I went to work for a plastic surgeon in Vegas. And then after that, I moved here and opened Beyond Beauty. <laughs> Awesome. Put it in the nice. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So, um, when you, when you opened Beyond Beauty, you didn't know anybody in the area. And so you opted to reach out to influencers in the area and create brand ambassadors. Will you elaborate a little bit more on that? Exactly. So not knowing anyone, there's really no one that can spread word of mouth for you, which is, you know, the best way to spread spread word about your business and grow your clientele. So it's really difficult for me. And actually being, I guess, as old as I am, I'm 34, but I feel like I'm technologically handicapped. So it was really difficult for me to get on social media and, you know, reach out to brand ambassadors because that was kind of out of my comfort zone. I'm, I'm very much an introvert, but I had to step it up some way. I had to get out of my box and figure out how to grow the business because I'd already been open for six months and I literally had four clients. So I was like, I have something's got to give. Um, so I just reached out to, I, I hashtag um, Houston, Houston influencers and messaged each and everyone looked through their feed, saw that, you know, saw whether they could fit into my mission statement, whether they were representing the thing that I wanted to also represent um and i reached out to the ones who did and there i am <laughs> that's awesome what did that do for you after the fact like when did you start noticing like progress like oh my god like this is working yeah um you know after so it it was slow to start um i had a couple of people answer back and um a lot of influencers right now they're looking to only collaborate meaning they want either you know compensation monetarily or yeah, they do like to either be compensated through just um, swapping um, services. You can do their facials for free and then they will post for you for free. Um, so I, I still needed some kind of income to compensate for products and space and rent. So I was so torn, but luckily the girl gang here in Houston is unbelievable. Just the women empowerment, I didn't expect to be met with such love and open arms. I think I'm getting emotional just just thinking Aww. about it. Um, they were so willing to pay for services and not not just get it for free. Wow. Um, they really took a chance on me. Um, and it was amazing because none of them knew my work. None of them knew me um, personally. So it was such a big chance. And I love that they... It gave me that opportunity. So wow. <laughs> that's amazing yeah. that it works out like that because I remember when I was in the early days of my spa studio and I, I was similar. I mean, I sat empty for like four months. It was awful. But um, any of the fashion bloggers or local influencers or bloggers in the area that I reached out to, they all expected free services. Right. And, and which... You know, I expected also, but I love that it, within your community, people were like, 
hey girl, I got you. Sure. I'll come in and pay for a service and then talk about it. That's awesome. Exactly. They were so very willing and giving. And I guess, I don't know what it is about the culture of Houston and the girl gang here, but they're really big on networking. So we all kind of just know to chip in to, uh, for events. We have a lot of people that are throwing events. So we, we like to give back for everything that we've gotten. We like to donate services. We like to do giveaways just to kind of, you know, give back for everything that we have received. So that's awesome. Um, and I love that it sounds like y'all are kind of coming together to create networking opportunities and really help buoy each other up instead of being super inwardly focused. LA. In LA. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are great people in LA there too. Are. Oh, yeah. There, there you know, I didn't say there were great people. You're just different. <laughs> yeah, there's amazing estheticians out in LA. Ageless Ashley is one of my biggest, um, I guess, idols out there in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, she, but yeah, here in Houston, we just like how I reached out to you guys to um, appear on or I guess be on the podcast. We kind of reach out to other influencers or other um, small businesses here to see how we can get together, spread the word about each other's brand and branch out and give everyone the services that we offer. That's awesome. I love that because I feel like you know, especially on the social media side of the industry, there's a lot of scarcity mindset, a lot of um, crabs in the bucket. Yeah. And people trying to tear each other down and talk bad about other treatment providers in the area and things like that. We see a lot of cyberbullying and those kinds of things. And it it's really, really sad because I mean, honestly, there you don't have enough hours in the day to treat every single client in the entire world anyway. Yes, that's exactly what I think. There are millions of faces here in Houston. I always tell my clients and people who reach out to me, that no matter, you don't have to come to me. As long as you're going to a skincare specialist, I'm happy because there are so many people here in Houston and surrounding areas. I can't possibly take care of everyone myself. So even I promote people, other estheticians that are here in Sugarland. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to train other estheticians to facials that I do. However, I can spread the word about skincare. I'm happy. I love that. That's awesome. That really, Texas in general has such a different culture and like togetherness it's 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 its own world over there and and so that's really cool hearing that um you guys it's all good over there man mm-hmm. you guys can all it's enough room for everybody you know? yeah definitely i feel like we have to take care of our own um i know there are a lot of people that are like that too but here in texas if you're from texas if you're here we want to promote you it doesn't matter if we're doing the same thing it's community over competition for sure. I love that. That's that's why I love Texas. That's, that's why, why we're, we're mo- going That's back. why we're moving to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be close enough. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I do. I know. <laughs> Four hours, not two. No, I used to make the drive every other weekend when I lived down there. And um, so, yeah, I'm I'm very familiar. It's four. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for telling me. Oh my gosh. No, you're fine. Okay. So we want to talk a little bit about COVID-19 and how you have been able to keep your business going and what you've been able to learn through this whole situation. So COVID was just, of course, for everyone out of nowhere, it hit us like a tidal wave. It was insane. So I, I really had to grow with 
with the times um, because I obviously couldn't get into my spa. We were shut down for almost two months. Um, fortunately for me, I have my husband who's also working and he was essential. So he continued to work. So I didn't have all that pressure. Like a lot of, a lot of estheticians, cosmetologists, they had that pressure of being the only provider in their family. Right. And it was really difficult for them to um, just stop and think about how to, um, how to still continue working because they were so frazzled by, you know, having to provide, how am I going to? Um, so without that pressure, I was able to really think about um, how I can still keep my client's skin healthy mm-hmm. without being in the spa with them. Because as an esthetician, you're taught your skill. That's how you can help heal people's skin. Um, so I offer digital consultations. Um, I, again, use my brand ambassadors to spread the word for that. Um, and all of their followers, of course, can see that on their Instagram stories and posts. And then I also offered an in-home facial kit so that they could do facials at home that could touch up their skin. Obviously not going to be exactly the same as the quality you get at the spa, but it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I feel like one of the attitudes um, has been, you know, because tons of people, ourselves included, we talk about, you know, ways that you can continue growing your business and servicing your clients during shutdown. And, um, you know, we talk about the virtual consultations, we talk about the at-home facial kits, and it seems like some, there's kind of this attitude of like, well, that couldn't possibly work for me. That, can, that couldn't work for me. Maybe it'll work for her, but it's not going to work for me. But they but won't even try it. You won't even try. The worst, yeah. the worst thing that'll happen is you'll be in the exact same position you're in now. But trust me, it'll work. If you, you know, talk like, about it and you're advertising it and you're letting your clients know what resources you have available to them, I mean, that's huge. People are going to respond to that. So, con- like, great job. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Something that I guess would maybe make other estheticians feel more um, confident about offering this thing, something that I did was create a skin profile that each individual could uh, fill out or should fill out with the order so that you could customize their facial kit. Because as estheticians know or should know that a one-size-fits-all skincare is not going to work. So I can see where that hesitation and maybe, um, you know, they're kind of skeptical about that. But if you can customize each facial kit, which is a little bit more work, um, after receiving all the uh, orders that I did, I was like, maybe I bit off more than I could chew. But it was just a lot more work than I thought. Um, But it was definitely worth it because everyone's skin was so taken care of. They still got the professional uh, products that they needed to keep their skin on point. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of work going through those orders, like, that's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. It is definitely a good problem. I had a lot of people saying, oh my gosh, I'm so bored. I have nothing else to watch on Netflix. And I'm like, I have no boredom. This here used to be, I had a table in my room and it was just full of materials to create kits. And I would sometimes wake up at 10, start building those kits at 11. And I would not be done until 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. I had a lot. But a lot of people needed help. So yeah, and you were there filling that need. My goal is always your best skin. So even through COVID, it still stays that way. 
I need the integrity of your skin to stay intact. That's awesome. I love that you have that philosophy and that you are able to relay that to your clients so that they continue, they knew that they could continue to rely on you and trust you for their needs, even during COVID-19. Um, a lot of, I feel like a lot of the estheticians that, you know, we get DMs from and stuff, they're like, well, I've completely lost track of my clients during COVID. So That's your now fault. what am I supposed to do? That's all your That's fault, That's on man. you. That's on you. There is no reason for you to lose track of your clients. You should be maintaining relationships and continuing to serve them just like you were doing. Exactly. That's actually one of the biggest things that has helped my company or my business grow is that I am constantly on my phone. If I'm not talking to you in person, if I'm not talking to you on the phone, I'm texting you. I'm DMing you. Hi, how's your skin doing? I'm just following up with you. How is everything? Are you um, are you fully stocked on your products? Which is also another thing that helped to keep Beyond Beauty open through COVID is that I was restocking their um, skincare. They can order their skincare through me. You have to really have that initiative and that drive and you want to have to keep their skin right, not to just bring money into your company. You have to love their skin. You have to take it personally. Everybody's face. I take it personally. And maybe that can actually hurt me sometimes. Maybe it's um, something that is a, a strength and a weakness that I take every client's skin so personally. Um, if you have great skin, it makes me happy. If I'm seeing um, the results in a timely manner, I'm happy. If I'm I'm not seeing the results that I want. I take it as a personal, not fail, but um, a challenge mm -hmm. to step it up and really get there to get you to where you want your skin. Yeah. You still need to be there for your clients. Right. And it goes back to like taking accountability for your business. I mean, the fact that the doors are closed is no excuse for your clients to not still be receiving results having the products that they need. I mean, just like you stated, it's not the exact same as coming in spa. They may not be able to get the advanced services and everything, but maintenance shouldn't be an issue for anybody right now. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's fantastic. So what, what would you say was like the biggest thing that you learned during all of this? Um, biggest thing that I learned has to be that I think we've underestimated our skin, our our skin's ability to protect us, everything that our skin does for us. Um, I, I've heard from a lot of my clients and even personally for myself, um, COVID has really opened my eyes to how well am I really taking care of myself? Um, we really, I, I've learned that I've had to step up how much I've had to take care of myself, not just my skin, but my body in general. Um, so a lot of my clients have been coming more often, more regularly. I've had um, a lot of new clients because through the scare of, you know, how everyone's well-being is, they've put themselves first. They've learned to prioritize their well-being and self-care. So just learning how important it is to really take care of our own bodies because if we're going to endure this and survive this we really need to be on point with taking care of ourselves that's there you awesome go. yeah absolutely no i think that is so true and you know i 
I don't know if it's too soon to talk about like the benefits of COVID yet, <laughs> the benefits, <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's definitely one of the benefits. I was just right. talking to one of my clients just two days ago that ever since COVID hit, she has, I mean, of course she still saves money, but she's stopped putting off a lot of things. She's now spending, you know, investing money in her herself, not just her skin, but just her whole being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like requiring us to spend time with our family, spend time with ourselves, like not work 60 hours a week, like we do before and everything. And, um, and I think you're exactly spot on that people are realizing their health, their wellness is all important. And as estheticians, we're a contributor in that 100%. Exactly. Protecting your health, your physical health, your mental health, um, as an esthetician with COVID and all of the scare, um, something that I do to protect my mental health is making sure that I'm prepared. I have to stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Um, and uh, we really keep all of my cleaning supplies available, fully stocked. That way I'm not running low on any products. I'm willing to share some with other estheticians in the area if they ever need anything, if they're short on um antibacterial, uh, hand sanitizers, gloves, whatever. I always DM everyone in the area and let them know that they can get them for me. <laughs> That's so huge on your part. Um, I haven't heard of anybody else. I've heard of people, you know, reaching out to estheticians, asking to collect, you know, to go donate to the hospitals and things like that. Like, especially in the beginning when supplies were so, so low for the hospital workers. But, um, you know, being in the industry and just wanting to help your girl gang, like you've been describing it. I mean, that's, that's super awesome. I love that you're doing that. Thank you. I wish I was, I wish I was big enough of um, a business to be able to donate to hospitals, but currently I'm still kind of small beans. So <laughs> if I can help all the other estheticians here that are in need, then I'm happy to do so. Yeah. But awesome. I'm big. <laughs> That's fantastic. Totally fantastic. Um, so what advice would you have for, um, you know, estheticians who are new either in the industry or new to starting their business? Um, is there anything that you would say to them? Definitely. Um, so for the estheticians that are just, um, graduating aesthetic school, first of all, congratulations, because those now, those hours are not easy to come by, so congratulate yourself for that. Um, take it slow. Just realize the, the benefits and, um, I guess, the value in growing and, and nurturing connections, uh, networking with other estheticians in the area. Don't be afraid to be small beans right now. It's okay to be a newbie. Um, everybody started off that way. I was. Um, asked to intern. I'm actually considering interns right now to help me set up in the spa, break down the spa at the end of the day, in between what it takes to um, end one client and be ready for the next one. I think all, not all um, payment is monetary. So if you can receive that kind of experience and knowledge from someone that has more experience than you, be humble enough to receive that and you will grow incredibly. 
So with all of those connections and nurturing all the relationships that you can, you'll grow. If your heart's in the right place, it will grow. Awesome. I love that. I love that. And I, I love that you made the point that not, don't expect to be compensated for everything, you know, like monetarily compensated. Um, you'll be compensated through education, through experience. Um, but don't turn your nose up at opportunities to learn from somebody who has achieved what you want to achieve. Even if, you know, you're not going to be paid $18 an hour or $30 an hour right out of aesthetic school, right? Go and get that experience. Exactly. It's okay to, um, just humble yourself and know that you have to put in that work. Don't look at all the institutions that are on social media that have 10K followers because you're just getting out of aesthetic school. Or even if you're not just getting out of aesthetic school, if you're just starting your business, it's okay to start with 500 followers, 226, whatever followers you have. It's okay. You will grow eventually. Take your time. Don't compare yourself to other people because you have your journey to go through. And you know, you have to build yourself that way. It's, Definitely from the ground up. <laughs> yeah. I saw a quote. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something like, don't compare, um, don't compare yourself to someone in their winning season when you didn't see them in their growing season or their losing season. I mean, we, it's so easy to look at, you know, these other big name influencer estheticians and be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but that's the final product. Right. You know, you weren't there to see all the time that was put in the all effort, the tears, the tears and <laughs> the investment and, you know, everything to get to that point. So don't compare yourself. Don't be like, oh, my gosh, why don't I have, you know, six figures yet? Why don't I have 5000 followers or 50,000 followers? OK, listen, baby, you got to pay your dues. You got to work hard. It, it takes time. So, yeah, it really, it really, really does. I mean, hearing that makes me remember when I was only charging $50 a facial. <laughs> 50, I was there too. I, yeah, my facials never used to cost $275. They used to cost $50, mm-hmm. $75. And they grew little by little each season, I guess, peak season in my in the business. It, it grew like $15, $10. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to start small. And then eventually we'll grow. It's yeah, that's just how it goes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I love all of this. Um, before we wrap up, were there any other points or anything else that you wanted to share? I guess my, one thing I guess that that you could take away from my growth and everything that I've been through in the business is never take people's trust in in you and your skills. Uh, don't. I guess don't take it for granted. It still keeps me very humble um, that people are willing to trust me uh, with their skin because your face, your skin is your passport to everything in life. Um, So your trust in me to take care of your face and skin, it really means a lot. No matter if I'm in this industry for, you know, another year or two or 20, 40 years, I will always be humbled when I have a new client and for all the clients that continue to stay loyal and, and faithful come back to me every month. I'm so grateful. That's awesome. I love that so much, Maddie. Um, don't take your clients' trust in you for granted. That yes. is so, so wise. Um, okay. So 
The mission of the Spa Strong Podcast is to empower estheticians. Through boundaries, balance, health, and safety. So would you um, be able to talk about what each of those means to you real quick? Sure. Um, for me, boundaries, it uh, goes two ways, actually. It's breaking through boundaries. Like, for me, TikTok is, you know, it's, it's scary. I'm technologically handicapped, like I said. So having to put myself on that platform, I literally took an entire day off so I could figure out how each effect works, how I can make TikTok happen for Beyond Beauty, <laughs> because I do, you know, want to put myself on that platform. It was so scary. So breaking <laughs> boundaries and comfort zones, um, but also placing boundaries for yourself, making sure that you're setting aside time for yourself to heal and to decompress. Because as estheticians, we give a lot of our energy to our clients, a lot of love, a lot of care. Um, we need to save some of that for ourselves, for our families. Um, and what was the other thing? Health. <laughs> Balance, health, and safety. Balance, health, and safety. Yeah, the balance. Um, you know, just keep that, keep that time for yourself. Make sure that you're not overworking yourself. Um, safety, for sure. Here in the COVID season, we have to make sure that um, we're keeping our spas, ourselves, and our clients, our families safe, as safe as possible. I myself, I give, I get tested every other week to. Uh, make sure that I have that peace of mind. I can give my clients that peace of mind. If anyone asks me to um, show my latest COVID results, I'm always happy to text them that information. So just some things to consider to give yourself and your clients that peace of mind. It's really good. That's awesome. awesome. I I love that you do that because you're right. Your clients have a right to know mm-hmm. if, and that helps them feel safe coming to you. So I know the tests are not comfortable. That's not an enjoyable process. But not all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but to three kids. So <laughs> sorry, can you repeat can you repeat that one more time? Sure. I mean, I've given birth to three kids, but getting that COVID test, it really throws me for a loop. I'm just like, what is this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So now I've, I haven't had the test yet to be, because we work from home. We're never around people. And um, I can't, oh, now that makes me so nervous. <laughs> you know, actually there are some tests now that just blow into um, a little swab thingy and then they do a slight Q-tip swab. But the one that I go to, which I can easily access every other week is at CBS and it is the one that they can. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, does she hate me? Does she know me or something? Because she's really aggressive with it. But I guess that's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. I just go into it knowing it's going to be hurtful <laughs> and semi assault. But yeah. whatever it takes, whatever it takes. I know, whatever you got to do to, you know, take care of your clients and have that peace of mind. That's gotta do it. You got to yeah. do it. That's awesome. Okay, Maddie, thank you so much for being thank here you. with us. Where can our listeners find more from you? Um, so I always am on Instagram at beyondbeauty.aesthetics. I'm on TikTok under the Houston Esthetician. I'm also on Google, uh, Beyond Beauty Aesthetics, also on Yelp. 
Okay, perfect. So we will link all of that information in the Buy show it. notes. Yeah, show notes. Yes. Yeah. In the show notes. Um, so head on over, uh, support Maddie, check her out. And Maddie, again, thank you for being here thank with you. us. We really appreciate you sharing your story, talking to, you know, these estheticians who are thinking about growing their businesses or struggling or opening their businesses and struggling during COVID-19. We really appreciate you sharing all of this. Thank you so much for allowing me to share my journey and everything that we're going through right now. COVID, we're going to get through this. We've got each other. I don't care if you're in Houston, Texas. I don't care if you're in England. Reach out to me if you need any kind of advice or just someone to listen to you then. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much, Maddie. Thank you.